Some businesses succeed, some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories, those business owners that have been around for decades, learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. I'm like really excited for this legacy business brief because I am down here with not only a member of the Hall of Fame, but I am sitting in, I think, the only restaurant in Anne Arundel County that is on the water. Is that true? On the water physically? I, That's where I'm going. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We'll put that on the t-shirt. Well, welcome, welcome, Joe McGovern from Stan and Joe's. And we are down here at Stan and Joe's Riverside in beautiful Galesville. And it is a foggy December morning. Actually, it's an afternoon, but it is just absolutely spectacular here. The uh, river is nice and smooth. The boats are moored. And uh, I can smell the half-price burgers cooking back in the kitchen because <laughs> it is Tuesday. Every Tuesday, that's right. So, yeah, we're very blessed, John. This is just, sometimes you have to stop and, you know, they say smell the roses. It's Here, it's it's take a brief second to look at the view and realize, you know, we when Santa and I and, and my wife and, and a lot of us have been busting our butts for years to get here. And, and now we've got this thing we can build and, and leave it. it. It's an ongoing project and I love it. I, I, it well, this is a fairly new thing. You've been in here just over a year down here in Galesville. And this is the place that used to be called Thursdays. And Correct. it used to be called Steamboat Landing. Landing. Steamboat Landing right. at one point. Uh, so you've been here just over a year. But I want to go back about 15 years. And you were you were attending bar someplace. Right. Um, uh, McGarvey's. And you all of a sudden purchased Sean Don, what was Sean Donlin's, which Correct. is at 37, 37, West, 37 Street. West Street, beautiful and, uptown Annapolis. And I, be, I believe your partner, your cohort in crime, was uh, bartending part-time, at least, at the Ebb Tide. Correct. Stan and Joe's was born. Right. Well, Stan and I, you know, both being local bartenders and professionals, always had the dream of owning our own place. So you'll find a lot of bartenders always say they want to buy their own place. We had been friends for a while we you go visit your friends at each other's bar and the conversation always came around to that talk about someday some someday right. it's, my, it's always there and um a friend of a friend called and said that the sean donlins was available and were we serious and we looked at each other and back in 2007 and took second mortgages each of us and as sam likes to say we put all, all on the table and we went all in that's a scary proposition well, especially when about six weeks later, the market collapsed. <laughs> yeah. We heard a loud thud in New York, and we are like, what was that? And the bank said, don't worry about it. Just keep signing the papers. Oh, so, man. Oh, man. Yeah, we're very blessed. It was uh, Owning your own business is terribly hard on you. But then again, it's the, you know, it's, what's the old army thing? It's the best job you'll ever love or hardest job you'll ever love. Yeah, or, the worst job you'll ever hate or, or whatever. Yeah, you know, what it's, it's all of the above as you go yeah, through amen. it. I mean, it's uh, you know, with, with employees and, and mortgages and bills yeah, and uh, well. vendors and everything else that goes with owning a business. It Correct. is certainly not for the faint of heart. No, um, and you got to be committed to it. Once uh, you're in, you're in. I've, I've worked for myself for so many years, and I jokingly say that you can pick any body part on me, and I'll, I'll give it up for like, 
somebody that pays my health insurance every yes. month and, get, and gives me a solid paycheck every single week. It's the same one. I would love for that. But Stan and Joe's has really become sort of a staple of the Annapolis bar scene. I mean, you. I mean, there have been some that have been around a lot longer than you guys. I mean, you've got Middletons, you've got McGarvey's and whatnot that have been been there, and they're sort of. Uh, and when you think of Annapolis, that's that's that. But I mean, you guys have really carved out a great niche. I mean, McGarvey's tends to be a little bit more uh, upscale, if you will, with, as far as the dress. I mean, you guys are down home casual. Let's have fun. Your slogan is, you know, lose the drama. Right. Right. And you guys have just really, you've got live music every night and you're always doing things for the community. Uh, oh. Whether it be for the Naval Academy mids or whether you've got visiting people. I know uh, I love the morning of the St. Patrick's Day parade when you go in there and uh, Governor Hogan and Lieutenant Governor Rutherford are sneaking in the back door. To- right. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, what, you know, I'm very blessed. I, I come from a family. My father, rest his soul, was a firefighter and a D.C. cop. So I grew up with cops and firefighters in my home. He was a, a clinical psychologist. And he, uh, if you ever watched that show, Blue Bloods, that, Sunday night, that Irish Sunday night dinner, that was my family. And when officers were having problems or just needed to talk to somebody, they would come to talk to my father. We would have them over for dinner. Mom would cook them a good old corned beef something and uh, something with potatoes, and then they would go off and talk. So helping out the first responders, and my father is also a Navy veteran from World War II. So Navy, first responders, Notre Dame, all of that was just in my blood. And, and, and Stan's uh, always been great with the music, a professional musician himself. Sure. So that was kind of the tie-in. And then... Doing the live music seven nights a week, we really we don't do a cover, and that's so we're trying to get like one of our best bands, Sean Owen, who I know yep. you know, was a waiter of ours twenty years ago, and now he's he's very close to making a living as a musician, and that, I couldn't be happier for him. Well, that's so. fantastic. I mean, the the place that you've got up there is is wonderful. I mean, it's the the staff is great. I mean, you're always out, you know, you're at all the festivals. I know that you've got your sort of little mobile mobile business as yeah. well. But you've got the wonderful patio in the back upstairs, so you've got catering, and there have been many events. I know they've had the comedy uh, with Free Range Improv, which right. uh, I guess rest in peace. I think they're kind yeah. Of one, done. I think the lead Dan is headed off to Ohio or, or something. Out of here, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but you guys are have just become a staple, and and I mean your food. I don't mean to insult you, but it's not gourmet food, but damn, it's good. It's meat potatoes. It's, it, is, it is exactly what you need. It's comfort food. Yeah. Uh, my, my favorites are the stogies. Yeah, that's, people yep. love the stogies. Yep, they, they absolutely do. And, and you do carry it down here at Sancho's Riverside, but you've got the uh, prime rib, yes. which, is also very, which is also very much on point. Yeah. And very affordable, too, I might add. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it, you said a comfort. It, it, we don't, we're not frou-frou and micro gastro techno whatever it's we're solid good meat and potatoes and fresh seafood and you know down here we got into crabs and up in annapolis you know you have to have a good crab dip and a good crab cake and we're getting fresh oysters right off the dock which you know we're we're preparing it yeah that's kind of cool the literally the boat pulls in he's like hey joe i'm like yeah i'll take a bushel how you doing (laughs) oh my god it's really cool that was one of the cool things this summer same with the crabs it was literally right off the boat. Oh, that's neat. That's yeah. neat. Well, how did, how did Stan and Joe's grow? Okay, so you, you, you and Stan decided to uh, mortgage your house and uh, <laughs> take on all the stress on your own. Right. And now you've got this business that you've got to keep up with in Annapolis. You expanded into Edgewater at one point. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you know, Edge, Edgewater, we knew we wanted to be down here on the water. We, we were thinking about Edgewater being a stepping stone to South County, and which, it, which in a way it was because we made great friends down here in South County, and that's why we're here now. Edgewater was, was great for the first couple of years, but it's, it's in a center and it's kind of out of the way. And, you know, there, there's a hundred reasons why it didn't work, although it did. I mean, and we sold it as a viable business, but it just didn't catch on the way we had hoped. It's, well, it didn't, sit, didn't meet your expectations. I get it. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's seven years. That's, we put a lot of effort in there. We made a lot of friends. We, you know, did same thing we do at West Street and we're going to do here, fundraisers and, you know, helping out the local firehouses and, and barracks. And, uh, I mean, I'm very proud of Edgewater. I just wish I could have done more. I feel uh, just it feels incomplete to me if I'm going to bear my soul. Okay. but. But I'm glad that the Coopers bought it, and they're going to do a great job, and it allows me to concentrate on this. This is the dream here in Galesville. This is the dream, having a nice pub in Annapolis, doing great, and then bringing that spirit and fun and funkiness and casualness down here. Sure. And that's that's the game plan. Well, if nobody so. has ever been down here, you go down uh, a Dean Rosenthal song. You go down Muddy Creek Road right. to uh, yeah. hang, hang, hang a left on Galesville. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, and, it's a very easy shot from Annapolis. It's a down Route 2, left on 214, right on Muddy Creek, left on Galesville. And takes you to the water and, and take and a right. You are. Yeah. And you're, you're right there. Yeah. And literally, when I jokingly said that this is the only restaurant on the water, um, we are literally on the water. We are built yes. on a pier. Out in the West River? West, we are on the West River. We had a bunch of Annapolis people come in this summer, and they said it was about a 30-minute ride on, on an easy day, you know, maybe a hour-and-a-half, two-hour sail. But uh, we have 28 transient boat slips, so we get a great, a great day down here. You'll see all kinds of boats all around, from big 50-footers to jet skis. The last time I was down here, uh, it was started out as an early evening it worked into a little bit of a later evening and there was this most beautiful wooden boat that came up here and and docked and yeah. it was just the most pristine thing i'd ever seen i was just sitting there salivating yeah. out, out, out at the outside bar and i was half tempted to like buy the guy a bunch of drinks just to get him drunk so i could steal his boat and right <laughs> try to figure out like where did i park this yeah. it was, people it was, uh, i tease people they always say joe where's your boat i said well you're standing in it you know my boat is the dock <laughs> you know? so i get a good storm and <laughs> yeah god no, i don't know what you say it. Knock on wood, so. well i mean have you had i mean honestly have you had any problems with flooding i mean this is literally over water yeah. we've had one there was a tidal surge a couple weeks ago a couple months ago the big one, the big nor'easter up in England, yes, yeah. if you remember that one. And the surge came down the river, and the water got got to the top of the dock. So if you weren't paying attention, you could have just walked right into the right. river. And the, the chef, who's been here for 20 years, said we we're about three feet away from trouble. So we, we've had trouble knock on the door, but it's never kicked its head. And apparently in the past 20 years, not since, uh, what was the big one in Annapolis? Isabel. Isabel. 90, or 2003. That was the last time they had a water come over the dock but even then it didn't get into the kitchen which is the most important thing the kitchen is oh, yeah. on the water so we're, we are literally like you said earlier we are literally on the water well that's so. that, that's fantastic well i want to talk a little bit about i and i also mentioned that you are a hall of famer and this is kind of a, <laughs> this is kind of a big deal this uh it's maybe not as prestigious as the football or the baseball right but Damn! This is the you are named in the National Bartenders Hall of Fame right. for your career, both as a bartender. Where'd you get your start? Georgetown was it? Georgetown, Washington D.C. I grew up in D.C. and uh, 
started bartending. I, was, I got my first degree from American University, and while I was there, from where? American U. Really, my daughter just graduated there. Oh, great school! Yep, Kogod School of Business. I okay, got, I got a degree in uh, marketing, which I use to this day, and human psychology was my minor, which I use which to, to this, this day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I got my second degree in emergency medicine, which I use to this day. I wanted to be the first guy to jump off an ambulance and give somebody some oxygen and somebody else a bloody mary, but um, <laughs> that was my connection to first responders. We <laughs> just that again, but yeah. So I bartended in Georgetown, uh, pain the bills and help my father and mother paying for college and it just the bar business just stuck and uh it got um <laughs> a quick story if you if you allow me to ramble is i had gotten my degree in emergency medicine all my friends i grew up in an irish neighborhood and to this day i still hang out with them two two bartenders two firefighters two cops and one priest it's it does it sounds like a bar joke, a joke right. and, but it's true and um so all the, the firefighters, they wanted me to become a firefighter, but I got the bug way too late. Long story short, they snuck me on an ambulance one night, and uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell the story, but too we, late. we got into a, a house where there was trouble in Southeast, and the people in the house opened fire on the ambulance. So I gave them all, uh, the guys, the firefighters, a great big hug and kiss, and I said, I'm going back to bartending. I love you guys. <laughs> And then the, the club I was working at, it was a club called Lulu's uh, in the Blackie's House of Beef years ago. Uh, about two weeks later, uh, there was a shootout there. And I had just started, um, I had grown up in Annapolis, and I would started wanting to move to Annapolis, and I met my future wife. And a buddy of mine was opening up a place called the Eastport Clipper. Okay. Remember the Clipper? Yep, now it is the, the Blackwall Hitch. Blackwall Hitch. I, I moved down here right when it was the end of the Eastport Clipper. Okay. Uh, it was still in existence, and it closed down for a little bit. It became... Uh, Rockfish? Was Rockfish? it Rockfish? It was Rockfish, yeah. yep. I worked there, too. Uh, yeah. I opened that one, too. Um, so, yeah, so it was time to, to come down. And I, like I said, I grew up on the Severn River coming here in the summer times, and so I've always had a soft spot for Annapolis. And so, so that was my transition from D.C. to Annapolis. But in the back of my head, even then, I had been looking at properties in Adams Morgan, etc. So, and during this whole time, I've been doing what I've always done. I've been bartending and fundraising and and all that. And um, a friend of mine who was in the Bartender Hall of Fame, to segue back to what we started about, he had put me up, nominated me years and years ago. It, it takes a long time because there's tens of thousands of people that get nominated. And you probably have to be old, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was still young at the time. He's a lot old. He's my mentor, Billy Riley. But, um, yeah, so Tracy, my wife, got the call a, a couple weeks ago there, and they were saying, Joe's very close, and she's sending him pictures and information and um, a bunch of flyers from previous fundraisers, and uh, I got the call, and they said, congratulations, and what color do you want your uh, ring to be? And I've got this beautiful uh, Hall of Fame ring, and with a, with a, with a, with a green stone, uh, Joseph, Joseph Daniel Patrick at your service, John, <laughs> to match the blood as it comes. Out. That's right, exactly right. So, so yeah, I'm real proud of it. I'm a little embarrassed by it. I've been very blessed with from from my beautiful wife Tracy, who's been by me every step of the way. To my best, well, she's Stan. the one that keeps you in line. Well, see, we've always said that she's the end in Stan and Joe's that keeps us out of trouble. Okay, so and. and God bless her. I, I couldn't have done it without her. Wouldn't want to have done it without her. And uh, it's very fortunate to become good friends with Stan when I moved down here. And all my life, I've had really good teams behind me and, and built good teams. And that's part of the business. Well, has the bartending business, I mean, when did you get your start in bartending? What year was, would you, I mean, you're a little bit younger than me. So we're talking like 80s? <laughs> 80, uh, mid-80s. Okay. Mid-80s. We tend to bar at the same time. 
uh, at that point. I worked for another nightclub up in Philadelphia for about five years. And, I mean, we were talking screwdrivers, fuzzy enables, and beer. Correct. Okay, and that's, that's, that's about it. I mean, then you'd, every now and then you'd have that jackass that saw the movie Cocktail and came in with whatever that fake drink was that they made in the yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you know? But you know, it, it, I sit there and I, as I drink and it's like, oh, you know, we've got the crushes and we've got this and we've got – and I'm like, you know, all the flavored vodkas. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I would, I would die. Yeah. You know, I, I was a beer tender. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, I, if you threw me behind the bar at one of the more upscale bars in the Indianapolis area, I would buy – I would fail, or I would, I'd be pitching a lot of blarney about drinks. I know the smoked, you know, Gouda cheeseburger, vodka tonic. <laughs> you know, I, I know nothing about, it. and that's that's, you know, we we do some fun fruity drinks down here because we're on the water, but you know, West Street, the 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 fruit. Are there any drinks, umbrellas in your inventory, like for the drinks? Do you have not umbrellas? Yet. Not yet. Okay, we, we do have buckets though. <laughs> People like to drink out of buckets here with big straws. And uh, the thing that I've seen and what you're alluding to is the growth of the business. And beers have gone from, you know, six taps of Bud, Bud Light, Miller. Now I get a daily call from someone who's brewed a Chipotle stout, pumpkin spice, you Whatever. know, lager. Um, it's amazing. When you and I were bartending, there were probably 10 bottles behind the bar mm-hmm. and 10 beers. Yeah. And now it's... Every day, I get a, I got a phone call yesterday. The new thing coming out now, and this is peanut butter bourbon. It's delicious. It sounds sounds like it. Might it's not. really good. But you know what's next? We had the the whole. There was a big vodka push about three or four years ago, and it was it wasn't just vodka. It was Fruit Loop vodka and you know cranberry vodka and and lime vodka. And right. It was crazy. It was, they're just. They're just trying to keep reinventing the wheel, and it, and then eventually it all gets lost in the minutia. The the beer thing is is starting to turn back on itself. I, in my feeling, because you, there's just only so many flavors, and I think they're running out of ideas. Well, I've, I've often wondered. I mean, and the craft beer is something fairly relatively new, and I mean, I think it's got an awful lot of legs to it. But I I, I just wonder. You know, it seems like as you said, you've lost the. You know, I go out and drink a buddy wouldn't drink it, Bud Light. Right. Why do you drink Bud Light? It's solid anywhere I go. Yeah. I, I, I can drink it in London, and it's the same damn Bud Light as I drink down here at Stanchez Riverside. It's the same one I drink right. up at Stanchez West Street, and it's it's solid. It's available and everything else. I would just wonder whether the craft beer market is going to change back into, you know, just the main, you know. I think it will shrink down on itself. It, it, the beer world will have grown. Eventually, it's going to stop going outward and start coming back inward. You'll get your... You know, you get a lot of beers of the month and beers of the, you get a lot of seasonal beers now, you know, and the bigger beer companies are buying up the little beer companies. And once, once that happens, it seems that the experimentation seems to stop, but we, we have a, we use a bunch of little ones up at West Street. We try to go local and you get some fun beers. Uh, we just had the chocolate fest yesterday or a couple right. of days ago, Hershey and Yingling got together and they made a chocolate lager and it was delicious, but they only made it once. You know, there's a lot of companies that make it once and then they don't make it again to keep it that's fresh. The, that, that's that's kind of neat. It was really good, and that's, it was both you know the history of Pennsylvania. You being you know sure. Hershey's and Yingling, two of the yeah. oldest companies. Yeah, well, Yingling in town. is the oldest brewery in the country. I believe it? you're right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so. Well, it's funny that you talk about um, they make it once and done, and that's one thing that. Uh, that pissed me off about you guys is when you, <laughs> compete, when you competed in the Wing Festival. The yes. Chess, uh, ABC puts on the Chesapeake Bay Wing Festival. Yeah. Uh, or the Maryland. I think it's now the Maryland Wing Festival now at this point. But yeah. you made something that a couple of years ago that was just 
off the charts great, and you can't get it. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. sons of a bitch. Well, we had 24 flavors. I, my, my, luckily, my chef didn't quit that next day. But <laughs> we were all... That was a great day. ABC does a great job on its events, and they also do the uh, seafood festival. And they do this. We, uh, we have a lot of fun working with Brandon. And they had the, um, the Hispanic... Festival That's right. Year. They, that That's was the right. first year last year, and that was really, I mean, for a first-year festival, I thought that did really well. Yeah, I agree. That was and a lot it's of fun. only going to grow. Everything Everything they seem to touch seems to grow. And, and Fiesta Latina, I, love, I think, is what it was called. I love the fair. I live right there, and the fairgrounds, I think, is such a, it's utilized, but it never seems to get the, I, it's just such a great venue. I, I, I wish more for it. I wish that there would be somebody, whether it be the county executive or a, a giant fundraising, or maybe they need new management there or something like that. To to drop about three or four million dollars into it. Absolutely. Um, you know, you've got that natural amphitheater bowl there. Yeah. Why can't why can't we terrace that out or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I I love sitting there and all the events we do. I'll always find a right around sunset, find a spot, and I'll just sit down and enjoy the music. And like you said, it's a natural theater. It's a you know theater. You yep. know, would be great there. Stuff, yep. stuff under the stars. So. so, what do we not know about Stan and Joe's? What do what are you most proud about between all the Stan and Joe's? Um, I'm proud of the relationship we've we've developed with not only Annapolis, but um, you know we have regulars that come in every year for the boat shows, and you know they only come once a year, but they come to us. I'm really proud, also, of the fact that every town has a bar where all the other bar people go, and that that seems to be us. We any night you go in there, you'll find a lot of local bartenders hanging out there. And when people say, well, where should I go? Oh, you should go to Santa Joe's. That's where the locals go. So I love that. I love that a lot. Well, it's, it's funny. You really do tap into the local market, uh, much more so than any numbers. I know that when Kitchen opened up at the Lowe's Hotel, formerly Lowe's Hotel, right. they wanted to be this local, this place where all the locals went. And a little right. bit more of an upscale than, you know. Absolutely. And it just didn't work. And when Baroque opened up, that was that they, they tried that, and and then it, it just didn't work. But, you know, the locals do embrace you. It's it's funny. We talk about Annapolis being a very casual town, and, I mean, you guys are the epitome of casualness when it comes to Annapolis. Right. And, and certainly down here in South County, I was talking to a friend of mine who is a financial planner. You know, they'll button down tight tie and the shiny shoes and the pressed pants and everything else. And he said, he told me, he said that we can't get... I can't buy a decent pair of dress shoes in this town because nobody stocks them. Right. Because it's so casual. You can get docksiders all you want, but you, and, you know. And that's one of the things that I love about this area is Me that it's, it's blue jean shorts and flip-flop soles take you yeah. 90% of the places that you need to go. Right. It's, it's just wonderful. But moving down here had to be a big proud moment as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's been a long time to get here, but it was always the goal. It was always the goal. And then when I met Stan, he had the similar goals, and, and, and here we are, you know. Uh-huh. And for those that are, haven't been down here, this is has two big decks. It's not even two. It's got a big wraparound deck. It's a right. big U-shaped deck that goes on either side of this building. And during the summer and certainly during good days during the fall and the winter and the spring, uh, out there you've got the umbrellas. You're literally on over the water. water, over yes. the water. Bring your fishing rod. Yeah, get it, get it, get a rail seat, and you just fish right off. I, I'll cook it for you. You catch it, I'll cook it. So yeah, it's it's about uh, two hundred seats outside, and we're inside in the dining room. There's another sixty inside. So so that gives you an idea of where your uh, 
yeah. where, where the focus is when you come down to Sanchez Riverside. Right. So, but well, you know, it's real nice in there. That we, we were contemplating closing it for the winter, but not very hard. It's a beautiful room. You know, we're looking around at the twinkle lights, and and it's a million dollar view. And I always say to people, if I can get them to come here, I got them. Right. You know, oh, once oh. they're here, they'll come back because it. I I haven't been. I've been here a year and a little bit, and. Every day I see something new. Well, the, the thing that's really, I mean, it's been a problem in Anne Arundel County is that we have such limited access to water just as citizens that live in Anne Arundel County. It's, right. There's not very many public accesses to the rivers. And we've got more water frontage than any other county in the state. Right. You look at restaurants that are on the water. And, I mean, it's in the county, I can probably think of, I think real hard, maybe 10. Very few that are at water's edge. Right. And it just amazes me that it's why this is the most beautiful thing that we've got going for this county. Right. And there's so few opportunities to get here. And you've been able to plan it actually not at Water's Edge, but on the waters, which which I think is just amazing. It's, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm looking out the window right now. It's it's like glass out there. It never gets old. It never gets old. Do you have live music down here? Um, we do a little bit of live music in the winter time. We're still dancing with the liquor board about getting. Um, Something outside. Well, and we want to keep it simple down here. You know, we have neighbors. We close up here at ten o'clock. Well, that's the problem. Your neighbors are across the river, which sound travels pretty pretty quickly, and they're right. they're, they're like twenty miles away from you. And but I they're get it. they're they're <laughs> spending a lot of money for these. Be- they they want to hear their own music. They don't want to hear ours. Right. And I respect that. And you know, we um, one guy with a guitar out there and, and unamplified, and uh, but then we decided we're going in front of the liquor board in a couple months to ask. If it's okay to put one musician out there with, a, you know, the playing a little Buffett and, and Bob Marley and that kind okay. of thing. That's all you need. A little background music, but live. Right. Because we love live music. Well, that, that is the place. It's funny. Uh, do you get on Reddit at all? I, no, I don't. Uh, okay. Uh, you give me that look like, you're like what is this Reddit? Like, right. You know, it, it's, it's a social media site. It's, it's no rules. It's, it's kind of cool. But uh, you guys are always coming up as in the Annapolis subreddit. Everything, anything you could possibly be into, they've got little subreddits and rooms that you can chat about. Oh, cool. And every now and then, not every now and then, a lot of times you have people say, hey, where to go, where to go, what to do. And Stan and Joe's comes up. Best happy hour is uh, one of the ones. It's an extended happy hour. Right. Uh, so that's you know always good. The prices are very fair. And the staff is really good. I mean, I know Mike, your manager, has been, um, you know, yeah, he's been, been with you for a long, long time. Eight years now. That's one of the things we're really strong about in and, and, and this business, John. With so many new restaurants and, and et cetera, the, 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 gene, the, the pool of staff, available staff members, has gotten very diluted. We're very blessed with – we have Espo, our head bartender, has right. been there since before it was Stan and Joe's. Uh, we have three other bartenders that have been there about seven, eight years. It doesn't really happen anymore in our business that you get long-term – professional bartenders and servers it's a dying breed i really feel that well that was that was something way back when you had that and then we went through a period like you said it was like okay somebody pushed the button it was like oh you get up rotate you you're two bars to the left yeah yeah that's that's what that's how i did in georgetown that's what you'd move up you'd go from the i went from a beer on the floor rugby college bar to a live music bar to a to champions the, one of the first sports bars and it was right. moving up the ladder right. um but we're very blessed down here too we have a bartender that's been here for 12 years and a, um, a couple of staff members we've kept on um you know, people like familiarity they like to see the same face i think that's why it, 
we do so well having other restaurateurs come into our place because they always know somebody they'll know somebody behind the bar every time was getting acclimated down here a tough thing for you i mean you're you've got a year under your belt now and i mean i know uh i know how neighborhoods can be it's like oh those new guys we don't you know yeah i mean oh man he's wearing flip-flops you know (laughs) we um we had a lot of input of of what we should do and what we shouldn't do and and, you know, the, the Galesville people have been very friendly, very open to arm. Uh, they're very excited to have some fresh blood and some uh, fresh ideas, fresh kitchen, that kind of stuff. But, you know, you really can't, we really didn't come down here to reinvent the wheel. It's, it's good, simple food, crabs, and the best view in town. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to play with the outside bar a little bit, have some fun with that this summer, because that was a little bit underutilized. And, uh, yeah, just... You know, we rely on them in the wintertime to come in the slow time, so we wanted to make sure we were good friends with them. And they have been very open-armed. We've had some fundraisers here for them already. Uh, they're building a, lo- a new, brand-new firehouse. Right. Uh, we've been reached out to them and worked with them. and so Because um, you want them to come if you need them. Yeah, yeah, especially here. <laughs> we're not going to be jumping in the water and splashing. So, but uh, we're, we're running the same playbook same ideas that we did at west street just to get to know the locals and 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 try not to overthink it and try not to reinvent the wheel it's it's good food and good service Uh, any restaurant it's good food good service and that's probably the other way around service can outweigh food you You know know, i i I can tolerate long waits i can tolerate um wobbly tables and you know and, and all of that you know you you give me it's just as you said good food and good service or yeah good drinks and i'm i'm a fan I'm, yeah. co- I'm coming back here. Uh, you know, congratulations, Joe McGovern, on 14 years up in West Street. Correct. On one year down here at Stan and Joe's Riverside on Galesville. Actually, is, is this Galesville Road? Yeah. Is it Galesville Drive? No, okay. I'm sorry. This is Riverside Drive, right? Okay. Galesville, Galesville Road ends. Dead and ends, and take, take it right on to Riverside. Right. Uh, into the Stan and Joe's Riverside parking lot. Yes. And, uh, you know, and congratulations on the Hall of Fame oh, bartender. Thank you very much. I'm um, very blessed. That's. Uh, that's a huge deal when you when you consider all the bartenders there are. You know, I'm humbled. I, I, it's probably very, a little bit a little bit more exclusive than the Hall of Fame in football because there's yeah you know, you've got a much bigger much bigger crowd that you needed to beat out. Yeah, it, it's an international award, so that's um, I'm very I'm very proud of it. And like I said, I, I I'm very blessed. Well deserved. Well, congratulations to you. Congratulations to Stan. Congratulations to And. Yes. Who sits there, the, <laughs> to, to the Tracy, boss lady to, to Tracy who sits there in the middle and keeps you guys yeah, uh, no, under control I wouldn't do it without her uh, for those that have not been down here get down to Galesville it is a moderate traffic a 20 minute drive from Annapolis not too bad it's not, not too bad and you will never regret the view that you've got down here amen uh, if you have a boat come on down here and tie up in the uh, plenty of slips available right now in the winter but uh, yeah. certainly in the summer it'll get a little bit more a little bit tighter Give it a shot. You change up your menus a couple times a year? Seasonally, yeah. You know, we're off of the local crabs, but now we're doing fresh local oysters delivered daily. Now, is this menu the same as West Street? No. Two different menus. More more seafood, a lot more seafood here. But we did bring some of the West Street food down here. The stogies were, and the burgers are really good, and uh, the prime rib we brought down with us. So, um, you know, before it was a lot of seafood. Now it's uh, a lot of seafood. And And you brought some pub food into it. Yeah, pub grub. Is there a separate website for Stan and Joe's Riverside, or is it just Stan and Joe's? Stanandjoe'sSaloon.com, and you have prompts to go to either restaurant. Fantastic. Joe McGovern, thank you very much. And- Pleasure, Joe. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for I Am Annapolis. 
please be sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play.